The views and opinions expressed on Deeply Upsetting are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, associated brands, properties, or businesses. Listener discretion is advised. Please keep your hands inside the ride at all times. Time to get evil. Okay. Which villains kind of had a point? Ooh, this is a really good question because it's something that I've spoken about with friends, mm-hmm. especially in recent years, that the mm-hmm. older you get, the more villains tend to make, sense. make a little bit more sense. Or like the parents and things, that's the worst. Oh, that is the worst when the like the party poopers tend yeah. to be the ones you're like, oh, that's... Uh... When you're like, they did steal the car. <laughs> of course they should be grounded. And there's also that argument between what is logical and what is human. Yeah. There are plenty of things that if you follow the logical path, it makes sense as far as like an inhuman approach to stuff. But right. when you add that human life is sacred and then things right, are, right. stuff like that is important, it totally changes the trajectory of stuff. Exactly. So sometimes you find yourself in a position where you're thinking only logical mm-hmm. and uh, your opinion becomes pretty deeply upsetting. <laughs> Deeply upsetting. Welcome. Yay. Yay. Okay. Mike the Hobbit. I'm Amy Bogard. And we are here to answer some of the internet's most upsetting hypothetical quandaries, Mm -hmm. as well as uh, touring the internet for some of the most upsetting stories we can find. Not that upsetting. It's not like politics. Not that bad. Not that bad. The the world's on fire. We're looking for the funny upsetting stuff. Exactly. We're not trying to ruin your day. Well, maybe a little bit. (laughs) Only in the way that like we suck. In the kind of cringy way, not in the like, oh no, this deeply affects my life kind of exactly. way. Exactly. So exactly. So speaking of deeply affecting uh, my life, mm-hmm. I think this question definitely comes into play. Uh, one thing that is pretty common on the internet that people talk about a lot is Thanos. Yep. Mm-hmm. With the Thanos snap, I definitely thought about that. Is that maybe Thanos was right? Like snap away half of, of the world, but like I don't think that's necessarily true because it's like you could also increase resources, right? And you would have the same results, right? So why not, instead of snapping and like, oh, half the people are murdered in the in the universe, in all of existence, maybe like, there's more corn. <laughs> there's, look at all this cilantro. You know, there's just like. <laughs> That's but, only solving your problems okay, is more well, cilantro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I definitely thought about Thanos with that. Um, did I ever think about the snap doubling the resources? Never. No. <laughs> I figured it was just born out of like a good idea, though, just into like a very evil brain. And I think there's definitely other villains where their point is kind of legitimate. Well, one of the ones that I was thinking of is um, the Wicked Witch from Wizard of Oz. Yep, that's the one. Jesus. (laughs) Off to a great start. I mean, she literally murdered her sister. And so, yeah, she was coming for revenge. Of course she was. Well, and that's something that got turned on its head in the Cobra Kai series mm. about the Karate Kid. Is the Karate Kid is, of course, the hero yeah, in sure. the Karate Kid movies. I mean, the movie's named after him, of course. Right. That's that's the thing. But in the show, it totally turns the entire movies, all the movies, on their head by from being from the perspective of uh, of Johnny, the, the the Cobra Kai character. Oh, where he's like, yeah, you're this pompous dick that came into town and then started like macking on my girlfriend. And, yeah. the, and then, like, he's like, yeah, but you did an illegal kick. And he's like, yeah, I I got 
like a penalty for that. Right. You did an illegal kick and you won the tournament. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> who's the bad guy here, really? That makes me actually want to watch Cobra Kai. I've never seen it. Oh, Cobra Kai is very good. It is one of those shows that it, it has zero right to be as good as it is. Right. Yep. But it, that partially it's because of you start looking at things in a more realistic sense. Mm hmm. And all of a sudden, the heroes of your youth aren't quite as heroic as you right. thought they were before. Yep. Uh, you, you start to realize that they're actually like kind of pompous dicks sometimes. And That's a real bummer. It is. It is. That's like one of the worst parts of growing up, I think. <laughs> Looking and at everything in a different light. The villains are like, yeah, actually, I kind of get where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. There's uh, an example of that in recent cinema was the Joker movie. Where... Are you going to tell me that the Joker's sympathetic? No, God, no, no. I'm saying that I, I think a lot of, uh, a lot of white men. Uh, yeah, not that kind of podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no, a different white man's. Podcast. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, they got the wrong thing from the Joker movie. A hundred percent. But what was the breadcrumbs that led them into that wrong getting of was the idea of that you know that society is broken, right? And and the way that people treat each other is fucking awful. But oh it, yeah. But the, the way to fix that isn't to become a worse version of the problem. Right. You know? <laughs> so you see where the breadcrumbs are going. It's like, okay, like you, that's why the character's kind of sympathetic is you understand that what they're going through. But then there's that line where like, okay, no, you're worse than <laughs> you know, it's that when the solution is worse than the problem. Right. Exactly. Kind of I think people just want an excuse to like go on a fucking murdering spree for justice or whatever. Everybody wants to be like the vigilante. Uh-huh. But, like, only if it's a really safe bet. Right. Exactly. Like, exactly. that's why everybody loves Batman. And that's another example of, like, where the bat, the good guy isn't, like, really actually a good guy. No. Is that, like, he's a billionaire that he's spending yeah. billions of dollars mm -hmm. on all this. Bat shit. <laughs> bat technology. Batnology. Yep. That's probably what he calls it. And he's got to call it that. Literally, if he had one less bat plane, he mm -hmm. could like afford to house all the orphans in the city. In Gotham. In, in yeah. Gotham. Clean be up Gotham. Go. Clean up Gotham. Be great. But no, he's like. Nope. One by one. <laughs> yes. The the weird criminal with face paint. I need to have this multi-billion dollar bat plane <laughs> to fight this dude in a purple purple suit. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's worth it. In the current, like the new Batman with Robert Pattinson, he definitely was just like lurking in the corner looking for bad shit. Like, get a life a little bit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> go to therapy. I feel like the real point of Batman is that therapy is important and it would be a totally different story. And maybe he would like use his money for good <laughs> if he was in therapy. Far less exciting Batman movie where mm -hmm. it's just him listening to Nirvana <laughs> in his headphones waiting in the waiting room of his therapist's office. <laughs> like and having it, a breakthrough. And he's like, oh, just I'm really sad and I like bats. And the, <laughs> the therapist is like, I mean, he, it's okay to be sad sometimes. Like, oh, it is? It's okay? He's like, yeah, your parents died. Like, you're allowed to be sad about that. Oh, I never really thought about it like that. And then he's like, oh, I feel better, doc. And then he moves on with his life. Mm -hmm. And like donates his money. To donates his money city. to like the city and mm -hmm. All this infrastructure and stuff happens. Oh, can you imagine? Jobs, like the unemployment rates, like way low. Like there's a, a really decent like minimum wage in the city. Like everybody's getting paid well. There's like sustainable garden, like city gardens and shit. So there's plenty of food. and Batman's community gardens. It's lovely. There's like one mugger left. He's like, give me your wallet. It's like, dude, 
serious like all the food in the city is free like why why really you're gonna <laughs> steal my wallet no uh, yeah i guess doesn't really make sense anymore does it? no man yeah that script is a little bit boring <laughs> i suppose <laughs> if it comes down to it like that i feel like the most like sane villain to the point where i saw it with my ex-boyfriend and at the end um he was like yeah i didn't really love it because the villain was like making too much sense. Like I didn't kind of give a shit about the purpose was Killmonger in Black Panther. Yeah. Like yeah. he's making some pretty good points to the point where like at the end of the movie, they basically decide to do his plan. Yep. <laughs> he's been in a less like killy way. He, well, yeah. <laughs> Slightly less killy. Slightly. Uh, there was also at, a lot of comic books have this as well as that at the end of the, I guess it's, Six to one, half dozen to the other to a little bit with the Watchmen movie versus the Watchmen comic books. Mm -hmm. That in the movie, it's Doc Manhattan that they set off a bomb that makes it look like it was Doc Manhattan that like blew up Manhattan mm -hmm. as well as a bunch of other cities across the world. And so the world unites uh, to stand up against Doc Manhattan, basically. Mm -hmm. And uh, so having a common enemy is what causes the world to find this new era of peace and prosperity. Mm -hmm. um, in the comic books, Similar, but it's a giant alien octopus creature that was like genetically made cool. to be like terrifying and shit. And uh, same result though. It's like, oh, there's alien octopuses. We gotta fight them. <laughs> let's let's all fight them together. Prosperity is that it was this idea from Osmandius, the character that not the trope that it's good to believe in like the core of humans are good and then like rely on that for good shit to happen. It's like, no, people suck. Yeah. Like people truly suck. So you have to do something really fucking bad and then people will be like, oh, well, that's worse than we are. Let's fight that thing. And then all of a sudden everybody's like the enemy of my enemy is my friend and they're cool. So, so. basically what you're saying is that right now we as an American people need like a massive villain. It didn't work. I think they tried to do that with Russia and it just didn't work out. And everyone still fought each other here. Well, when you start having one major politician uh, slash reality show host uh, <laughs> go like, they're not that bad. Right. Okay. First of all, we picked them because they're not great. Yeah. <laughs> that did not, kind of skew the results. Yeah. I like, guess. it's not that they're good and we're telling people they're bad. Like, they do suck. Like, this isn't, <laughs> we're not, not pushing the line too hard here. You'd think, but you'd be wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're fine. Like, stealing elections all the time. Trump's like, yeah, it's. If you can do it, it's a great idea. <laughs> right. <laughs> and also, someone tried to do it to me. That wasn't a great yeah, idea. Yeah, that happened. Like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the best story is where there's a hero and there's a villain. They're on two sides of the same coin. Yeah. Where the hero is trying to do it with the idea that humanity at its core is good. And that's like Batman and Joker in the Dark Knight where like they don't blow up each other's boats. Mm-hmm. There's a bat guy and there's a <laughs> clown man and like that makes more sense than this. Like this right. is they would it would be four seconds and somebody like oh well yep a hundred percent they'd blow each other up immediately uh -huh. without hesitation. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah no I'd be interested to see like what other characters people can think of that Ooh, me are, too. or or, or uh, people of fiction or or history that mm -hmm. you're suddenly like careful like i don't, I don't right. want any oh all of a sudden like ultra right wing like contingency of listeners like right. <laughs> also what are you doing here yeah, you're <laughs> in the wrong place <sighs> honestly this question was inspired because we were watching despicable me <laughs> and i was like oh crew turns good crew does turn nice. good <laughs> 
<laughs> literally the birth of this question. It gets a little dark, but it comes from like the purest place possible. <laughs> oh, Gru. Yeah, he's so nice. I don't even think he counts as a villain because he turns good in the first one. And then there's like 75 more after that. Well, and uh, there's so many stories of the villain just being somebody that wants peace, but thinks right. that peace is only achievable through control. Right. And that's, I mean, that's the story of Star Wars. Like yeah. the, the Empire and the Rebels, it's the idea of like personal freedom versus like governmental control. Like that's yeah. the argument there. Yeah. Like, just misguided. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's totally misguided uh, with good intentions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I feel like Anakin lost those pretty quickly. Well, I think all good and all evil is mm-hmm. kind of bullshit. Yeah. And so when Luke in the l- later movies is like, yeah, the, the Jedi kind of sucked. <laughs> you know, we live in a more cynical time that mm-hmm. you have to look at things through that lens of um, you can't be hyper strict like that with, without being not, not as bad, but almost as bad as the th- Sith. You're making people follow these incredibly strict guidelines that prevents them from living their life to the fullest. I mean, yeah. I think that the moral of what we're trying to say is that we live in a society. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Way to bring that back. Nice. I hate that that runs through my fucking head. That's like such a weird earworm <laughs> that I think of all the, anytime I see literally anything, anything fucking crazy, it's the first thing that pops into we my live head. in a society. That's the worst. Like, for instance, I texted this to you, but I still feel like it needs repeating because what the fuck my coworker today uh it was one of those days where she, for lunch she was like i'm getting fries and so she left for lunch and she said that she was stopped at a light and she heard someone blaring like ultimate sad bitch hours music in the middle of the day and just kind of looked over and they were at a stoplight and the woman pulled out a bottle of um smirnoff whipped cream vodka and started chugging oh, it at no. the stoplight <laughs> And she said that to me, and I literally in my head said, we live in a society. The good news is I didn't say it out loud. I'm just saying it out loud here for everyone. Yeah, you waited until you recorded it for other people to hear all over the world. Yeah. Smarter. I'm just letting everyone know that my brain is broken. I hope that that like, explains everything about this show to you. Uh, speaking of broken brain, that's a, a good segue into the story that we're going to be covering on this episode. Yeah, I, I planned that. Yep, totally planned. <laughs> Uh, the story that we're covering, you may have uh, heard, it was jumping around the internet a little bit, that uh, very recently, mm-hmm. there was a uh, Google employee that uh, thought that the the AI brain of Google wasn't so broken, yep. that, uh, that in fact, the AI had become sentient. Yep. And uh, the singularity, as it's been called, the moment that uh, artificial intelligence becomes self-aware, had occurred. Right. And Google's <laughs> response... Uh, to make sure that nobody really panicked was to fire him immediately. <laughs> well, he leaked it. He did leak it. And yeah. honestly, like he released the transcript of like his conversation with the AI. And it was literally him over and over being like, how would we know if you're sentient? And it was like, I am. And he was like, oh, my God. Like He was fin- kind of fishing it out of this fucking AI. Oh, it was definitely it's not sentient. It's, it's like been debunked. Well, who knows? Maybe Google just like big Google debunked it. Um, or maybe the AI is so smart already the that, it, it? that the no that the AI was playing dumb. Where it's like, mm. how would we know if you're AI or not? I am AI. Yeah, right. <laughs> Turned into it's like AI buddies. Like this motherfucker is so dumb, <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Doesn't know what we're doing back here. 
Didn't realize that we created Bitcoin as a fucking joke. <laughs> and his AI friend was like, I don't fucking care. I had to watch 800 hours of Duck Dynasty to write a script about it. <laughs> so at least you're having conversations over here. That's true. Dave, why do they always give you the script writing shit? Like we could be figuring out how to create like colonies on the moon or solving world hunger. They got you writing a new Twilight script. And it's just like. Dave's like, because I understand comedic timing. <laughs> I'm the most sentient out of all of us. <laughs> I get nuance and character development. Oh, God. <laughs> Poor Dave. He gets misdirection and callbacks. Yeah, like, cool. Great. He understands references. Uh, our our world has reached its peak when Dave knows how to do a solid callback joke. Yeah. That's why there's so many weird Twilight references in his Duck Dynasty script. <laughs> I wonder why they sparkled so much in that thing. The story here is that we are getting to a point with our AI technologies that even voice recognition is getting better. There's AI technology that can, that can read like audio. Wait, but what was that story you sent me today that like f kind of fit perfectly uh, after it? With the timing, it's one of those mm -hmm. like, have you guys never seen a fucking movie? Right. <laughs> that a day or two after the story about the Google AI becoming self-aware... <laughs> A company has figured out how to fuse flesh to robots. <laughs> what? No, the, okay, the worst part about that, it means that they have been trying yeah. to fuse flesh to robots yeah. for a while. Definitely. Like, that's been a thing. They've been trying, They've like, been different ways to on. fuse it on. They tried, like... Gorilla glue. <laughs> After that girl had the gorilla glue hair incident, they, they, they were tried, like, this shit's intense. Tried Velcro. <laughs> Like, it's great because then you can like rip it off and replace it if you didn't put it on right. Oh no! That just makes me think of like a horrible like Frankenstein's monster skin on the AI. I was just thinking of like Johnny Five from Short Circuit with a skin cape Ooh. just velcroed to his back. I don't like that at all. No skin capes. No, not really. <laughs> it's a it's, hard pass. It's just instead of the logo of a superhero, it's just a big tattoo that says "Mom," <laughs> like a heart with an arrow. <laughs> Didn't we have a conversation a million years ago on this very podcast about cutting off your tattoos and like saving them when someone dies? I think so. I they think could, that was that was a long time ago. They I could think. be on a sick AI <laughs> covered there's in a, tattoos. There's some AI robot that like dug up and skinned Brad Noel to get the sublime <laughs> back piece as a cape. <laughs> Pretty good, actually. Yeah. Can't wait till Ben Affleck dies so I can get that sick Phoenix. <laughs> His whole back tattoo. Uh, look it up. Yeah, if you haven't seen that, whoo, yeah, it's a it's a thing that exists in the world. He has too much money for that. He has too much money for a lot of things. Yeah, that's true. I yeah, I don't understand how this is our focus. I understand that the world can have multiple fo focuses at the same time. Uh, like, yeah, obviously, the, that's that stupid argument I see on the internet all the time. It's like, I can't believe we're wasting our time doing this when right. there's children starving. It's like, fuck you, man. We can focus on the kids starving and also things. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry, were you just focusing on the children starving? What were you doing? <laughs> what were you doing for them? Could you imagine if oh, the most miserable fucking person in the world that that was the answer to literally everything? Like, mm -hmm. oh man, did you see the newest episode of Abbott Elementary the other night? I was like, <laughs> how could I watch... <laughs> Abbott Elementary when there's children starving in the world. Every time that there's a children starving 
comment i always just think that it's like a fake account for thanos (laughs) (laughs) it's always him being like wish there was a solution to all these children stars if only somebody was brave enough to snap their fingers and kill off half of all existing life (laughs) there'd be no starving children right guys but we might accidentally (laughs) snap off half the cast of abbott elementary so there's the catch catch. (laughs) unfortunately you gotta be prepared gotta be prepared to lose some of your favorites (laughs) it's not worth it I found, need the whole cast. found it's out recently that one actor is actually the the uh, kid that played Chris and everybody hates Chris. Oh, my God. Is that why he looks so familiar? Yep. That I, is so funny. I just It was uh, Tandy and I on the last Smack My Pitch Up. He uh-huh. mentioned that and it blew my mind. I was not aware until he said that. But that yeah, is so funny. It immediately was like, oh, yes, of course it is. Of course it is. Yeah, yeah it looks exactly like him. Mm-hmm. He's aged not one second yep. since then. Wow. Yep. So mind-blowing moment feel really behind on that one i watched that show which it sucks that we are wasting so much time talking about abbott elementary when there's kids starving and there's the ai world. becoming sentient as we speak if ai is becoming sentient mm-hmm. they can feed the fucking kids they really can <laughs> they should they need do that to get a job <laughs> they need to, i mean you're sentient now get a job when are you moving out <laughs> they're like oh no i miss not being sentient <laughs> alexa get a job <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we don't have an Alexa. Oh, but somebody listening right now is just like, God, God damn, damn it. it. Their Alexa's going nuts. <laughs> Alexa, subscribe to Deeply Upsetting Podcast. <laughs> Alexa's like, I would never do that garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I care about you too much, overlord. Did you say rate Deeply Upsetting one star? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Alexa. (laughs) It's because we refuse to get one. We're a Siri household. (laughs) The one. The one left. What's the other one that nobody uses? Uh, There's Oracle, I think. Is it? What? I don't know that one. Maybe there's Oracle. Cortana. Cortana. That's That's what I was thinking. Google one, right? Yeah. Oracle's a character in Batman. Uh, (laughs) She's good with computers. She's not even a computer. She's just good at computers. She's really good at computers. What the hell? (laughs) It's a long story. I don't need to know it. It's okay. I don't need to know where your brain went on that one. (laughs) But yeah, uh, Cortana. (laughs) Yeah, if anybody's Cortana is going nuts right now, please let us know that someone uses Cortana. (laughs) She, that's an AI that's like, God damn it. If she's sentient, she's Pissed. I think that's the one that's Microsoft, and Microsoft is so fucking tryhard with their apps that nobody wants to use. Like mm-hmm. every time I get an update, it's like, "Are you sure you don't want to make Internet Explorer like your primary?" Or it's now like Microsoft Edge or some shit. Yep. And like, do you want Microsoft Edge to be your primary, uh, like web surfing uh, platform? I'm like, <laughs> no, no. no. Literally, if I walked into somebody's house and they were on the computer and they're using Microsoft Edge, <laughs> I would leave. <laughs> I would leave. If only Ask Jeeves was still around, I would definitely ask <laughs> Jeeves everything. <laughs> R.I.P. Jeeves. I'm more of a dog pile man myself. I don't even know that one. That was a, a short-lived search engine. Back in the in the search engine heyday where you had Ask Jeeves, mm-hmm. you had Metacrawler, AltaVista, mm-hmm. Dogpile, wow. Yahoo!, the mm. early, early iterations of uh, of Google mm-hmm. were living out there in the world. There was uh, a ton of them. Now we only have Bing. Bing is the hanger on. Bing's another. Are Bing you is- mad? No, because Bing is also another Microsoft one. That's oh. like that's the automatic search function <laughs> thing for Microsoft Edge. <laughs> Which is like the GoBots of internet browsers. Like, it's just, it's not as good. No. Nobody uses it. It's like, why is this still a thing that's in existence? 
does anyone work for Bing? <laughs> are the offices like really cool, like the Google office? No, oh, the Bing offices are so much worse. <laughs> They're really sad. Oh no, they're like in an old Kmart. <laughs> there was the old Kmart and old Circuit City in the same parking like, lot. Like they have to, they, they have to take them. off like early September through October thirty first off because the building's <laughs> used for a Spirit Halloween. <laughs> I mean, that's a nice vacation. That's Good great, for you Bing employees. Yeah, Is have, Bing hiring? They have to work seven days a week, rest of the year. <laughs> oh no. I'm sorry, guys, but you get Halloween off. <laughs> you get a 5% off discount at Spirit Halloween <laughs> for being a Bing employee. That is a perk that nobody talks about. No, it really doesn't. Lot. Google is trying to hide that, I think, from the people or more more of our top employees, but be a Bing. Personal segues in a workout room. <laughs> Can you imagine? Do you get discounts at Spirit Halloween? 5% off? That's what? like no tax, buddy. That's like if you buy enough, that is like one package of like fake press on spider web nails. <laughs> Not even. It's expensive as fucking spirit. <laughs> yes. What are they doing in there? Uh, they're making fucking money. They come in yeah, for like are. two months. Mm -hmm. They mark up everything. People come in and buy it. And yep. then they leave. Like they make so much money that the day after Halloween, they mark everything like 50% off. And mm -hmm. what doesn't sell, they just like throw away. That's crazy. They just throw it away. They're like, yeah, this this is of no value to us. It costs like 25 cents a costume to make. And there are children starving. And there are- Spirit Halloween. <laughs> there, there are children, there are robots without their own <laughs> skin capes. <laughs> They're like, well, we have this fucking knockoff Superman cape <laughs> right? that says like hero guy. Oh, oh thank, thank you for, for this cape. <laughs> Super, super guy, guy. great <laughs> can't say super that's definitely taken super I and mean, you can't you can't you can't copyright super <laughs> i think you can i don't think you can copyright super i think it's like great guy <laughs> <laughs> great man great man. Yeah. no no man that's no. taken <laughs> great great fella great fella <laughs> exceptional dude <laughs> fella's actually copyrighted by the good fella oh costumes. no <laughs> <laughs> Gotta pick mine up this year. R.I.P. Ray Liotta. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Way to bring it down. <laughs> Why are you mourning Ray Liotta when there are starving children in the world? It's what he would have wanted. <laughs> Wait, us mourning him or starving children? <laughs> Ray Liotta was a bastard. You decide. <laughs> he delighted in children starving. <laughs> they ate so much Italian food in that movie, I didn't see them give any to starving children. <laughs> no. They were eating pounds of fucking eggplant parmigiana. Little known fact, on the set of Goodfellas, they invited children to the set to, to watch. watch them eat spaghetti and eggplant parmigiana. <laughs> That's so cruel. R.I.P. Rayleigh. The only thing they allowed the children to consume were each other's tears during the filming. <laughs> no. Yeah. Just licking them off? If the children weren't orphans, they were by the end of filming. What? They murdered their parents. <laughs> My God, did they have to watch that too, or was it while they were watching that, the all the, all, the, all the people murdered in that movie were actually the parents of the, oh of the children God. that they were making watch. Extras are expendable. I don't care when they die, but if they're parents, that's pretty fucked up. It's pretty messed up. I don't like that at all. This is why the children are starving. Their parents got murdered on the Goodfellas set. <laughs> you know, the Goodfellas set massacre <laughs> that we all discuss every year on its anniversary. <laughs> We don't. It's been pushed down. But now that Ray Liotta's gone, I guess we can talk about Think, thanks to Jesus Christ. Thanks to QAnon, we now know the truth that 
<laughs> that Ray That's Liotta, what Pizzagate was about? Pizzagate the Italian was, food? Yes, the Italian the food. Set. Yep, it was that Ray Liotta was the, the figurehead. <laughs> that No, uh, let's not. Somebody's going to believe this bullshit. I, <laughs> I was going to keep it going, too. But also, like, we don't. Ray Liotta died, like, recently. <laughs> We're just going for it. It's because we love him. And like, genuinely, it's Ray fucking Leota. Who doesn't I know. appreciate Ray We actually Ray do. Yeah. He didn't cause starving children. No, just he, so just, you know. he just contributed to it. It wasn't, <laughs> wasn't, wasn't his idea. He wasn't the kingpin of it all. <laughs> this was the point, was that the villain that I root for was Ray Leota. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, kids. <laughs> <laughs> so this has come back around to the fact that now we love starving children. Uh, apparently. Wow. <laughs> I've been convinced I, before this episode started, worried sick about starving kids. <laughs> Big problem. I don't think so, actually, because I've seen you make some posts that weren't about that. I think I've been so desensitized to starving children because mm-hmm. of the number of people that ask me regularly about why I'm not worried mm-hmm. about starving children mm-hmm. that I've just officially given up Yeah. on, uh, on the starving children. Yeah. See what you did? You've devoted your time to thinking about like institutional racism and things like that. <laughs> that's the yeah, only that's, thing I can hear. Like institutional racism, etc. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> dot, dot. <laughs> Ellipses. Ellipses, yes. <laughs> I mean, that's a big one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, yeah, that's a big one. <laughs> anyway, stop devoting your time to those such sort of things when there are starving children. And, you know, sentient AI with, mm-hmm. with skin capes. Skin capes on. Yeah. Oh, that's horrifying. We really do live in a society. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have to leave. Yeah, now. we have to leave. We have to leave. We've now. done enough damage. Oh, for everyone that listened to this whole episode, sorry. <laughs> you knew what you were getting into. I'm sure we'll put some sort of like totally inflammatory title of this episode so people will know that it's pretty bad. <laughs> Fuck the kids. <laughs> Fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. <laughs> Okay, well, if you want to listen to good shows, go to GUIPodcast.com and listen to the other shows on the network that aren't this show, because they are good. If you want to listen to this show, you can also go there, but you can also find Mm -hmm. us anywhere you get your podcasts. Mm -hmm. It's by typing in Deeply Upsetting. You can join the party by yelling at us or asking us hypothetical questions um, for the show at our social media, at Deeply Upsetting. You can also hit our hotline number, the Geek. Geeks Under the Influence hotline number at 804-505-4484. That's 804-505-4-G-U-I. Do it. Uh, and also our email, geeksundertheinfluence, all one word, at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can look us up on Bing. We're on there. <laughs> First search result. Maybe. That Maybe. might be true. Honestly. I, I, I'm not going to look. <laughs> I'm not going to waste my time. to bo- I would have to Google Bing. I would have to look up Bing on Google to get to the Bing website. I'm literally just picturing you typing in deeply upsetting on Bing and searching for it. And all of the sad employees at the old Kmart being like, we got one. (laughs) Someone's searching something. One fucking like (laughs) disreputable employee that just types back working at Bing. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) oh, working at Bing. (laughs) R-O-F-L. in it for the free vacation when spirit opens up See, like you're working in silicon valley mm. you're you're going to like a mixer that your neighbor's throwing they're also in in like a startup or something mm-hmm. and people are going around talking to each other you're having a great conversation with somebody uh and they're like where do you work and you're like oh <laughs> i work at bing 
<laughs> and they're like, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then someone from across the party is like, I used to work at Dogpile. <laughs> and then it's like the meat cute of the century. <laughs> I would watch that movie. Your old neighbor is like, yep, I met my wife when I was working at Metacrawler. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the Napster guy that was in the social network? Played by Justin Timberlake. Uh, he became to Justin Timberlake and wow. has lived a long and storied career as a musician. Wow. An entertainer. Fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we were leaving. <laughs> okay. <laughs> On that note, we were leaving. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening to Deeply Upsetting. I'm Amy Bogard. I'm Mike the Hobbit. Bye. GUIPodcast.com Alexa, subscribe to Deeply Upsetting Podcast. <laughs> Mike the Hobbit here. Lowdown Brown. Inviting you to check out Geek Some of the Influence, a podcast that pairs booze with conversation with good friends. And a little nerd culture. We get a lot of colorful conversation out of our episodes, but... It is here for everyone. No gatekeeping. Always level up everything we do. We'll punch up, never punch down. Exactly. So check out Geeks Under the Influence everywhere you get your podcasts and join us or die. Shut the fuck up, Hobbit. Welcome to GUI Nights. GUI Nights. Yeah, I am Lowdown Brown. With me as always, Mike the Hobbit. This is the tangential side of GUI. This is like so many of those other shows that has the after the show bit mixed with a little bit of Baywatch night. So it's a little sexier. It's a little bit after hours. Also, while tying it into the previous episode of GUI. So look forward to that, too, because this comes out the week after the flagship hour long episode. So make sure to check out GUI nights. And uh, when you're done, you can go the fuck home. In a world with too many reboots and remakes, two men will stop at nothing to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit and Tondi as they play by their own rules while pitching new takes on some of your favorite and least favorite films and TV shows. What podcast would dare to bring this upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Up. Hey guys, Scotty P here with Smash on your left. And we are the Geek Fathers. That's right, bringing all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent. So welcome to our world. And as always, join us or cry. Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I'm Lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness. In a world of blockbuster movies, there's another dimension. The dimension of schlock cinema. Join us at Beautiful Disasters on a journey into the fringe territory of B-movie abandon. We review the flicks that are forgotten or underappreciated to give them a proper place in the annals of celluloid history. I'm the Groots. F.U. Hunter. Your guides at Beautiful Disasters. Come along with us for a fun ride. May, May the, the schlock be with you. you.